Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. War Eagle Auburn fans, welcome to Hitchcock Hecklers, your source for Auburn baseball news and discussion. Part of the E2C Network, a family of Auburn podcasts. I'm your host, Chandler Fullman, and I'm joined alongside with my co-host, Clint Richardson. Clint, Auburn made it to Omaha, didn't do well in Omaha, but the big point was they made it, and what a week it was in Omaha. Absolutely, and, you know, I think there's there was a lot of talk that Auburn was definitely the underdog and, you know, a lot of hinting by a couple of people in the broadcast booth that Auburn was kind of lucky to be there. But, you know, you don't you don't just back in to the College World Series. It's incredibly hard to get here. And just to to make it after 22 years is such a relief for this program. And it's going to just do such good things for this team. But I know that this team desperately wanted to, you know, make it seem like they did belong there with a win and to return without a win is disappointing for everybody. But I mean, I I couldn't be more proud of the way that this team played, the way they fought. They they had a lot of tough things to play through and just like any baseball team does. But, you know, very, very happy with the way Auburn played. And, you know, of course, we'd all like that one win in Omaha, but. You know, it's it's just how things played out this time. Yeah, I think the I think everybody can remember this team. And yeah, we wanted to get that one win or um I mean we wanted to win the whole thing, but at the end of the day, on the outfield wall, there's gonna be five teams that are listed and that's the nineteen sixty seven, nineteen seventy six, nineteen ninety four, nineteen ninety seven, and twenty nineteen group that made it to the College World Series. And I think that's a pretty incredible accomplishment um, at the end of the day. But why don't you uh, go ahead and start us off with the the Sunday, the first game versus Mississippi State um, to open up the College World Series. Um, Just why don't you start us off with that that game, Clint? Yeah. um, Auburn actually got a really good start in the College World Series, and it looks like Auburn might – get that first win in the opening round and you know the first inning was kind of simple with three straight strikeouts but in the second inning after with already two outs on the board you know Auburn started making work Rankin Woolley got a big single and then Edward Julian got a big home run to put Auburn up 2-0 and then after another run scored in the fourth Auburn was leading three nothing going into the bottom of the sixth. And after eight whole innings, Auburn was up four to one. And, you know, with Auburn, Auburn's pitching was, you know, pretty decent, I, I would think. Um, 
Jack Owen got the start, went five innings, six hits, gave up one run, did walk three guys, only struck out one, had a pretty high pitch count with 88 at that point. Um, Elliot Anderson came in and got one more out. Cody Greenhill really struggled, only going two-thirds of an inning and giving up a hit, a walk, and striking out a state bulldog. And then uh, Richard Fitz and Tanner Burns came in to finish it. And I think Richard was fantastic. Um, One hit, one run, no walks, no strikeouts, and only 22 pitches. But, you know, we knew it was going to be an interesting situation with Tanner coming out of the bullpen in a closing situation. And he didn't look incredibly hot, but the numbers that you're going to see on his his game just don't really tell the story. Two-thirds of an inning was awarded the loss, three hits, three runs. Only one of those runs was earned. Walked two guys, struck out one. <clears throat> and if you watched on the broadcast like most of us did, they just kept harping on the fact that he only threw fastballs. I don't know if that was the game plan or he's still having some shoulder issues, but I think a couple of different pitches in that sequence would have probably put Auburn in the winning in the winner's bracket, but instead Mississippi State had a rally for the ages in the bottom of the ninth, scored four runs to win the game five to four and, and just heartbreaking for the Auburn Tigers. Yeah, definitely um Definitely a heartbreaker, as as you said, and just a, a few comments. I thought Jack Owen had a had a great start. Um, you know, Jack Owen has gone five innings the past his past few outings, but he looked he looked way more complete, way more solid in this uh, College World Series outing than he has in the like in the regional and the super regional and the SEC tournament? Yeah, pretty much the last month, I, and I would agree. Jack yeah. was able to just settle in a lot better this time around and, and look like the Jack Owen of old. And, of course, it seems like it's been the last couple of outings for him. There's one at-bat that goes 10 to 15 pitches and just really skyrockets his pitch count, and that's really what's gotten him in trouble at this point. Yeah, I would uh, I would definitely agree with that, and then the other guy that I think deserves a lot of credit is Richard Fitz, like you were saying. Um, Richard not only came in and pitched two innings in this in the state ball game, but also threw three and a third um, versus Louisville, which we will talk about here in just a minute. But those are two guys that I think did a great job on the mound uh, for Auburn. And then, like you said, Tanner Burns has had some uh, shoulder issues. But it's saying something when Tanner Burns can throw one pitch, the fastball, and still still have the confidence of the coaches and of his teammates to come in the game and get those last three outs. He unfortunately did not get them. But it's saying something when you have the confidence in somebody that has only one pitch uh, to be able to get three outs. And the thing is, um, unfortunately, and I don't want to, I don't want to harp on it, but he, I mean, he basically did get the the three outs. He got the ground ball that he needed to get the third out. Um, it's just Julian made a throwing error, but I'm not. We're not going to blame, and I'm not going to blame Julian for that because 
we wouldn't even be in the ball game if it wasn't for him because he had three of the RBIs um, that got us that lead, got us that lead, and got us the, where we were in that ball game. Uh, I do want to hit on that for a little bit because you know that's this is the first time that Ed has ever played third base. He's just not experienced in that position, and to have the final out pretty much run right in front of you and contemplate tagging them or kind of sticking to the fundamentals and throwing out the runner. I mean, it's, it's not exactly where you want a basically freshman third baseman. You know, you don't really want anybody in that position. Um, but, you know, if, if you've watched Ed all season long, he has had a little bit of a shuffle when trying to transfer the ball into his throwing arm and, and make that pit or make that throw. And, you know, as I've watched it, I've like, I, in the back of my head, I just thought this is, this is going to cause some trouble at some point, you know, he's, he's going to throw it away because of his timing at some point. And unfortunately it just happened at the absolute worst time. And, and we both know, and everybody knows that Ed is just, he was harder on himself than anybody else. And it's, it's an incredibly difficult position to be in to to know what it ended up costing. But I think, you know, I, you didn't get to watch any of the broadcasts, but they, for the second game, um, Ben McDonald was saying how he talked to Tanner Burns in the team hotel the day before. And I think this can relate to, to Ed as well, but it's, you know, there's losing in itself. is not that bad. It's, it's only bad if it doesn't make you better. And I think that this will definitely make Tanner Burns and Edward Julian and the Sovereign Tigers team that much better. Yes, I would, I would definitely agree with that. And, um, and then Tuesday's game, Auburn continued to show that fight that they've shown all season um, in this Tuesday game. And I think that's just a testament of who Auburn is who, and who this team was. Um, Auburn unfortunately came up uh, just a bit short um, with the five to three loss uh, to the Louisville Cardinals. The Auburn bats showed out, in my opinion, uh, totaling up thirteen hits. They just we couldn't get the big hit when it was needed. Um, Ryan Bliss had two hits. Connor Davis had three hits, all which were um, extra base hits. Uh, two doubles and a home run. And then Steven Williams had two hits. Scheffler had two hits. So just a outstanding effort from the entire team, um, top to bottom. Before I start to say my comments, I'll go ahead and go over the pitching. Uh, Bailey Horn went three and a third and gave up two earned runs. Um, gave up four, four total runs, but only two of them which were earned. And um, that was just a that was a heartbreaking uh, circumstance and moment when it's it's raining and Ryan Bliss had a play that he's made all season and I would say Ryan Bliss is probably in my opinion our third best third best fielder um, behind Will Holland and Judd Ward um, and he just made an, a play that he's made all season. Um, just couldn't make it, which allowed uh, two more runs to score. And then Elliot Anderson came in for two-thirds of an inning, 
And then uh, we ended the game with Ryan Watson. He he looked very good in an inning and two-thirds. But Richard Fitz, once again, like I said earlier, went three and a third innings of four-hit baseball and only gave up one run. And I think that kid, um, in my opinion, I, I think Richard could definitely be our uh, Sunday starter um, next year. And who knows? I mean, he could compete for the Friday or Saturday job if he keeps improving. I think that's a a testament of how hard Richard Fitz has worked uh, to progress during this season. And who knows how far he can progress during this offseason. Yeah, and I, I agree. I think Richard is a fantastic just how much he's grown this season. And you can clearly see it just if you've watched any games that he's pitched in this year. And, um, you know, it's tough to talk about this game and not discuss the, the delay, you know, and after four innings, just coming into the top of the fifth, the game was called because there was so much rain in the Omaha area and it was picked up the next morning with Louisville already having a, a four to one lead. And, you know, that's, that's tough to, to get back up for that. It's early in the morning. Um, I think the team left the hotel at like 8 AM or if not any earlier than that. And, um, you know, just knowing that you just had to finish this game and things probably aren't going to go your way. Well, Auburn just kept fighting. And if you want to know what this team was like all year long, just watch, the last four innings of this game on Wednesday morning, they fought, they kept battling things kept going against them at times, but they didn't let it bother them. And, you know, to, to fight your way back from four, one to a five to three loss, you know, I think, I think at that point, Auburn really proved that they did belong there and that they, they didn't just back into a championship tournament like like some people were kind of acting like and um you know that's that's what I enjoyed seeing out of this team and definitely how I'll remember this college world series trip yeah and fortunately I was lucky enough to get to make the trip out there to Omaha and I'll just say that Omaha is truly the the mecca of college baseball um if you haven't been and you're a college baseball fan it is something that everybody, um, in my opinion, needs to do at least once um, because it is just an unbelievable scene because that entire town is dedicated to the this two weeks of the year and um, they pour everything they have into these two weeks. And the other neat part about Omaha and TD Ameritrade Ballpark is it is pretty much right there in the center of downtown Omaha and um, the entire pretty much um, scene and happenings of the college world series are all walkable. I mean, everything is right there in a, a mile or two mile uh, radius and it's all, it's all walkable. You, cause there's, I mean, probably, 50 or 100 hotels right there in that mile or two there's the stadium then there's multiple there's a downtown area multiple bars and food places just an awesome place to have this have this uh college world series and 
I think it's a, a just a huge testament to how hard Omaha works for these two weeks of the year. Yeah, absolutely. And just, you know, watching it on TV, it's, it's definitely someplace that's on my bucket list and, and hopefully this program can make another run to Omaha in the coming years and, and I'll be able to make that trip again. Yeah. And, um, we are, we will touch on this in the, um, season, season recap episode, which is going to be out probably in the next week or two. Um, we'll just have to see when we can get that scheduled, but, um, but I truly think that this team is a team that is, is bringing back mostly everybody. I mean, Will Holland and the, there's two seniors uh, that are, were reserves um, that are the only people for sure going in the draft. Um, well, I should mention Davis Daniel is also going, but he only pitched two innings um, this entire season. So, um, but anyways, it's, this team has so much potential and so much, um, to look forward to because let me tell you with, if Tanner Burns continues to progress, if Jack Owen continues to progress, Richard Fitz, Bailey Horn, um, Elliot Anderson, Cody Greenhill, um, and the list goes on. This team has so much encouragement, not only from pitching, but from the hitting perspective like I said, all they're losing is Will Holland. And Will Holland, although was a top draft pick, he had the lowest batting average on the of the nine starters on the team this year. So there is so much potential um, for this team to get back to Omaha. Absolutely. And I, I just – the bones are there. The experience is there. This team went through a ton of ups and downs this year. And, you know, just – this the cycle of sports that basically says Auburn's not going to have those kind of issues going forward next year. Things will hopefully be better in that sense, and and Auburn will have just uh, another fun season and, and be able to to do this all over again. Yes, I one hundred percent agree. And um, like I said, we've got we'll have a season recap episode coming out here in the next few weeks but um before we head out let's go ahead and give our hitchcock heckler players of the week um this will be players of the week for the college world series and i'll go ahead and uh go first um because i know i'm just the better host on this show um sticking with that i see so i think i am gonna go with um i i said a guy that I was going to have, but I think I'm going to go with Richard Fitz. Um, and because Richard Fitz threw five and a third innings and allowed two earned runs in two outings and just a huge, huge performance from the freshman to keep us in both games. Threw two innings in the first game, three and a third in the second game, and kept Auburn in both games and kept it competitive um, when it could have easily gotten out of hand. And I think that's a just a huge testament to the progress that Richard Fitz has made this season. Man, you you pulled a an audible on me. You had said you were going to pick a different guy, and and I was going to have to make a big tough decision. But you went with the guy that I was going to end up picking. So I'm going to take your original pick and go with Connor Davis. I think CD had one of the best 
appearances this week, um, was able to just continue fighting um, on the ball. Uh, for the Mississippi State game, unfortunately, he did go 0 for 3 at the plate, but was able to get on base with a walk. The Louisville game is really where he shined, going 3 for 5, scoring a run, scoring 2 RBI, and had a big home run in the ninth inning that really felt like it was going to to propel a late run by the Auburn Tigers. And, you know, I made the comment watching the game that coming into the season, Connor hadn't really done a whole lot with, with his bat. He's always been the DH. He really only had one home run coming into this year. And that was a walk-off home run as a true freshman against South Carolina. And at that point we all thought, all right, this is going to be the start of something. He's going to be a big, necessary bat in this lineup and while he's been pretty good at times this year he really exploded having just many home runs coming in clutch at multiple times and you know it really felt like he was the one that was able to just make things happen you know he had two two out doubles prior to that home run and and i just i I really hope that connor keeps up with that and next year we'll if he matches what he did this season, he'll have a phenomenal senior year. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree with that. But um, it was just a incredible week in Omaha, and nothing to nothing for these Auburn baseball Tigers to to hang their ha- heads on. Um, but just a incredible, incredible season. And we will have a season recap show coming in the next few weeks. Be on the lookout for that. And until next time, War Eagle. War Eagle. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?